My goodness, listen to those sponsors. John Jacobs, associate head coach, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. The man's uh, d- displayed uh, uncommon patience as he's waited to come on to the Mosley Show. We appreciate that. And uh, Coach Jacobs, uh, very excited to see the new schedule drop. Uh, and we'll start working our way through this. It's uh, great to have you on. I know you uh, you heard that we had uh, Jeremy Sohan on. After many months of trying to negotiate, uh, Jeremy coming on, he lands on the Mosley Show Tuesday. And, uh, Coach, it was fun. He is I, – I can just say that Jeremy has not changed yet, okay? the All the riches and all the, all the fame have not changed Jeremy Sohan. And, um, boy, you are someone, I think, that has a tremendous appreciation for Jeremy. So it has to be fun for you to watch him get his NBA career uh, going here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate that. We're excited about the schedule also, but uh, more important than any schedule in our program is relationships. And One of the more important relationships in my life and career is definitely with Jeremy and his family. I think the bulk of our staff feels that way about him and the family as a whole. So nice to see him as a lottery pick, but I don't think the lottery – where the money he's making now is going to change him. And it's one of the reasons we love him so much. So I think I, um, I'm more scared of what hair color he's going to have next than I am of him changing his personality or character over the next few years. So I think we're doing okay. <laughs> I mean, is is that kind of level of maturity that he showed and, and whether it was, you know, uh, his heart for Ukraine or, or his ability to put things in perspective for a 19-year-old, is that – how is do you see that with a number of uh, European players or people that have played overseas like Jeremy has, or is that pretty uncommon to the level that that Jeremy presented? Well, I think we want it to be common first and foremost for our Baylor guys, and when we recruit, we're we're looking for people like that that think of people outside of themselves, you know, that would be the second thing in Scott's joy, you know, Jesus and others. So Jeremy and the way he thinks of others is certainly a special thing. Uh, It's probably true of him as an international kid because, you know, he played in the States in high school, then he played in Germany uh, professionally, and then he came back and played for us. So he's kind of traveled the world. He's got a larger context uh, for what it means to be an adult and deal with, uh, you know, positives and negatives in our world. And then also playing for the Polish men's national team. These are on guys in their 20s and 30s playing for the national team, and that's right near Ukraine. So I think that's uh, one of the reasons it was really on his heart is because it's Polish heritage. But I would love to take credit for that kind of love and character that comes from him, but that's from his parents, and uh, they did a wonderful job raising him. We got to borrow him for nine or ten months. I think we did a good job, but now he's off to the Spurs, and I think Greg Popovich is more than qualified to take him, take him on next. Have you gotten to meet Coach Pop before? No, I haven't. Uh, I think I'm actually going down to visit Jeremy next week, and maybe I can sneak in and watch a practice. He's good friends with Mark Few, my old boss from Gonzaga, because uh, they did USA basketball together. And so we have some friends in common, but I've never hung out with him. So I know he's a genius and a Hall of Famer. I know he loves wine. Uh, but more than anything, I think he's got a knack for taking care of young guys and making them better players. So. Uh, we're really happy that Jeremy is there and that he's in state, and we can just hop in a car and see him and, 
and not need to fly anywhere. So that's pretty special. For those of us that are Mavs fans, it's going to take some getting used to, like wanting Jeremy to do well while having a hard time rooting for the Spurs. So that's going to be really interesting. John Jake is joining us, associate head coach for the Bears. And as I said, the schedule comes out today. And this is really kind of interesting to see how the conference schedule plays out. You already knew the non-conference now, John, how do you – you're a guy that loves to focus one game at a time, you know, don't look ahead, don't even know who's at next game, you know, that kind of thing. But do you, when a schedule comes out, do you kind of plot it out, kind of have fun with it, think through it, you know, because there's some, there's some interesting things along here. When's the first time you see Coach Tang, your old buddy, uh, with Kansas State? How do you kind of consume uh, a schedule like this? Yeah, I think the first thing we do is the three assistants kind of sit down and split up the scouts. So Coach Alvin Brooks and now Coach Jared Nunes, because Coach James moved down to Kansas State, like you said, the three of us kind of sat down and split split the season up. So I, I look first and foremost, do I have any three in a row? Because then I know I'm not going to sleep for a week. So I don't mean to be selfish, but that's probably the first thing I, I look at. And then the second off, you're looking at big Mondays in our league. Because you know there's going to be primetime games and there's going to be short turnarounds, so you know you're going to have less than a day to actually present your scout and then go play. So you want to kind of mark those down early. And then you kind of look at February, if you're a top-10 team preseason like we are, and you look at your Saturday games and you think, hey, if we can hold on to this thing, is there a college game day that's going to come, which we've had the last couple years. So now it's on our mind because it's happened a couple years. Uh, so I think we've kind of look at it, whose responsibility, how hard are we going to have to work, and then what could be kind of some fun little TV games along the way. And, you know, I'd probably be lying if we didn't look this year at when we see Coach Tang first just because he's our buddy, and uh, we'll probably stop by the hotel and say hello to him. So I know some other rivalries and coaches who have changed teams within conference, there's some bitterness, but you know this is our friend. There's no bitterness there. We're we're happy for him, and we love him. We just happen to have to play each other twice a year. All right, Jerome returns to Waco with Kansas State on January 7th. And, uh, boy, Jer- Jerome, you talk about a guy who loves social media. The man is getting it done right there in Manhattan. has shown up at some of these football games, all of that. And like you say, that will be uh, – it will be fun – but also difficult when you when you do uh, care about somebody that much. But uh, once it, once you get that thing on, you, there can be no uh, worrying about how Jerome feels. That's gonna that's gonna be fascinating, uh, uh, Coach Jacobs, to think about what Jerome, what that would mean to him emotionally, coming back into Waco. And again, that that is January seventh. So we'll have all our New Year's celebrations. And then get ready for that matchup. I, I mean, the thing about it is, uh, Coach Jacobs, this has added um, Coach Weber for a little while had Baylor's number back in the day, and even Coach Brooks spent some time on that staff with Coach Weber. So uh, there's all, all already some interesting history between the schools. I just think this kind of adds to what was already kind of a fun rivalry, but. Um, that January 7th is when that'll happen. That will be really, really interesting, uh, John, as, uh, as, as Coach Tang comes back in. 
Yeah, it will be interesting. But, you know, we've done this before. We played Gonzaga in a national championship game, and I worked with all those guys. And so I've had to coach against some of my best friends at the largest stage. And uh, certainly in our league, almost everybody's a rivalry, which is what makes the Big 12 the best conference in the country. It's a true round robin. And uh, I hope when the league changes up to 12 or however to manage in the next few years that the round robin thing can stay pat because the truest way to find out who the champion is is to play everybody twice. And so the rivalry that you're talking about through Bruce Weber and AB's time at Kansas State, all those little things are real. But the best thing you can do is kind of game plan and then for three hours turn your emotions off because at the end of the day, it's our kids versus their kids. Jerome won't be scoring a basket. He won't be boxing me out. He won't be stealing the ball when I'm dribbling it. He'll be standing on the other side. So we really just need to love and support our own kids and then let that thing play out with our game adjustments. But there's no way you can deny that one of our best friends in coaching is on the other (laughs) part of the sideline. And I didn't do that when we played Gonzaga. There's no way I would turn people I love into an enemy. And one thing I've learned in this profession is you never root against your own coaching tree because it's so crazy, our profession, that you just never know when you'll need somebody. And none of us are going to root against Jerome. We're just going to have to play him twice and let our guys be his guys. But I, I want him to do well. And uh, it's going to be a special thing. There's, there'll be some emotion to it, for sure. I mean, one of the hardest things I ever had to do is go hug Mark Few after winning the national championship. I, I basically was almost crying. And there'll be some of that for Scott and Jerome, especially 20 years together. They're like a dysfunctional married couple. And now you're coaching against each other. So, yeah, we're human and all this is real. But the, the main thing is maybe the coolest thing about the Big 12 and why we're the best league in the country is you do have to play everyone twice. And uh, Jerome just happens to be part of that now. All right, I I, uh, that, that, I lo- love the perspective, by the way, Mark Few. That is great perspective. Now, for people that are plotting this out, Baylor fans, Moody Center opens uh, that, your first trip to the Moody Center, the brand-new venue there in Austin, Texas, January 30th. Now, that is on a Monday night, so that's going to be a big Monday situation. January 30th, and boy, you and I, I, the law, Chris Beard has gone there. You know, the, y'all have got some great uh, uh, recruiting battles that take place between the two. That will be fun. Uh, Coach Jacobs going to a, a new venue. Can you remember back over your career, even in, uh, even maybe even overseas, opening up a new venue or your first trip to a, to a brand new venue? Have you had any experience along those lines? Yeah, I don't know if I've ever been part of opening up a new venue. Um, I know that uh, it'll be great this year to go play at a new venue in Texas. I've heard, I've heard it's beautiful, and they did a wonderful job. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what it's like, what the fans are like, what the little Matthew McConaughey special suite in there is like. I think there's a certain <laughs> vibe to Austin as it grows and gets bigger that just, you know, as a, as a fan, I want to see it. And I know that we're going to, open ours hopefully the following year and that'll be something really special as you can go down i-35 and kind of see them building it on on the water already to have the new stadium back up to the water and be across from the football stadium and then you're going to start visiting byu in the future for the first time and then have to go down to houston for the first time so in the next couple years between texas's new building our new building and then the change in the league 
there's going to probably be four or five, six of these. So I'm looking forward to that. I mean, certain arenas, they just surprise you. And the fans are sometimes better than you think. And uh, I imagine Texas with this new building will have a couple surprises. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that game for sure. Okay, tell me how L.J. Cryer and Langston Love, now that there have been reports that they are uh, fully cleared, and, of course, I had L.J. on recently, and he was talking about how great he was feeling after the foot surgeries and the rehab. Langston going through uh, something with his, you know, obviously the ACL, uh, and he was cleared apparently for all foot, uh, all basketball activities here recently. Um, how great has that been? That's kind of a leading question. But but how how has it been having two great competitors and and such uh, uh, huge parts of this team being able to kind of integrate them into practice? What are the, how are they looking? And and are we? I mean, are is Langston look? Like the guy you remember, will there continue to be a ramp-up process? What's that like with those guys? It's it's amazing. I mean, it, it is a leading question because how are you going to not be happy when you see guys that you expect that average double digits at some point in their career at, at Baylor? And, I mean, L.J. Cryer first. Last year he was our leading scryer, scorer prior, prior to going down. So to have him around – and to watch him shoot 50% from three. He shot 47% from three last year prior to being injured. So uh, there's a real chance that he can be a 50% shooter from three. And the ball just goes in. And <laughs> I mean, we're making Steph Curry jokes in practice. So that's a <laughs> lot of fun. And there's no, almost no real restrictions around LJ at this point. You know, we have to temper things and, Dave, our trainer, and Charlie, the strength coach, there's certainly stuff they talk about with LJ, Coach Drew, but he's been really, really special. And I can tell you, the foot didn't affect his shooting arm. Uh, he's been awesome. And as far as Langston, he's right where you need to be. You know, his injury is a little bit different. ACL, there's a timeline. He's farther along maybe in his timeline than we had hoped for, which is encouraging at this point. There's probably some things that still need to happen over the next four weeks, but He's so tough and loves Baylor so much, and he's a real leader. And, you know, he's a 6'5", broad-shouldered, uh, strong guard that shoots the ball so well. But he'll, he'll look a teammate right in the eye, confront him, and tell him to do the right thing. So you're adding this 50% three-point shooter who's played for us and was our leading scorer last year, and then you're adding another guy who's a really good leader who's fearless and just adds a strength to our guard play. So both have been really good. We're going to say our prayers and hope they stay healthy. And they both stay healthy. They're going to be really happy. Our fans will be really happy. Most importantly, maybe Scott Drew will be really happy. But uh, it's just really nice to have him in practice. Really special. I thought you were going to say and Mosley would be happy, uh, but but I understand Scott. Well, all we do in life me. is really to make you happy. You know? <laughs> I think you're doing a better job of that some others in your life, but uh, we're going to keep it up if you let us try. <laughs> well, y'all do it, and uh, man, it's fun hearing those updates. And I I saw that schedule drop today, and I said, well, I want to talk about that with Coach Jacobs and and get excited about those matchups with Kansas. It's just fun to now kind of know how it's laid out, and I even love, you know, three of the four after that opening game at Iowa State, three of the four are at home after that. I like, uh, you know, I just kind of like the way certain things set up, and I like to hear kind of how you 
view these things and uh, and 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 look at it. And I think that's uh, some really good insight. Uh, Coach Jacobs, always fun to get to visit with you. Now, uh, uh, have a great uh, rest of the weekend. Watch the Bears tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. out there in Ames. Big big battle. I know you'll be pulling for the Bears. And then uh, and then I'll talk to you soon. Second, I can guarantee you. Yeah, I will not miss a second of the 11 o'clock start. Our whole staff will be watching. We're rooting for them. And uh, I think it'll be a good day for them. So thanks for having me. Thanks for all you do for Baylor. And uh, glad you're excited about the schedule. We're excited to play it. So thanks again. You bet. There he goes. John Jake is associate head coach with the Bears and uh, does a tremendous job. And, uh, you know, he's the reason there continues to be such an international flair for this team. And, of course, he always deflects and gives everybody else a lot of credit. But but John is the uh, former international coach, and he's a globe trotter, and he goes around looking at different folks. In fact, he was in Romania recently, and he's not just over there, you know, trying to get some stamps on his uh, passport. John is uh, trying to land some more players. He got one from... Uh, Oh, uh, uh, Miro Little from uh, Helsinki or right around, you know, somewhere there in Finland. Smaller place in Helsinki, but over there in Finland. And uh, what a what a joy it is to get to visit with him. And uh, always fun. All right, lots to go. Uh, what else do we have today, Aaron? Okay, let's do this. Let's, um, let's visit a little bit about this... Uh, this college schedule uh, tomorrow. There's a, so 